Welcome to the NPC's Weekly News Roundup for February 22nd, 2020. My name is Travis, and of course I'm joined by Dan. Hello. Preston. Ah. And Kyle. What's up? All right, I figured I'd mix that up a little bit. Let's jump into some news, guys. You're going. All right. First story on the list today comes to us from Kotaku. Sony backs out of PAX East over coronavirus concerns. Of course, coronavirus being in the news and a lot of concern not just about people in general, but also... uh, game hardware and that actually being worked on and shipped out. So PlayStation is pulling out of PAX East due to increased concerns related to the illness colloquially known as the coronavirus, it said on the PlayStation blog today. Sony's booth was slated to feature major upcoming games like The Last of Us Part II, Final Fantasy VII Remake, and Doom Eternal. The show, which has drawn over 70,000 attendees in the past, takes place in Boston from February 27th to March 1st. The news comes two weeks after a man living in Boston was found to have the illness after returning home from Wuhan, China, the epicenter of the coronavirus outbreak. People are going to a great length to just go ahead and protect the population, or at least themselves, it seems here in Sony's case, from getting sick. I mean, Sony's major operations anyway take place in Japan, of course, since that's home base. And, of course, they've got a higher number of cases than we do here in the States, but I... I get the security behind it, though, or the concern. You don't want your employees to get sick. You want to do what's best for them, or at least most companies will do what's best for them. So they move on. But I haven't seen yes. any of them. I haven't seen anything come out so far like that says they're pulling out of anything else. I mean, E3 is still several months away, but every day there are cases of coronavirus, and it's just growing and growing and growing. So I don't well, know. They weren't if- at E3 anyway. Even so, like, still there will be Sony representatives at E3, even if they're not actually, like, with a booth, they're not doing their own, they're not having a stage of their own that's tied to E3 directly or anything. I'm saying they're still going to have people there. They're still going to have trade representatives of some kind. Okay. Yeah. So, that is what's going on. Yay, coronavirus. We move on. Are you rooting for the virus? No. The only only place I'm rooting for the virus is when I'm playing that pandemic game on my phone. I was rooting for the virus. Or too. whatever the virus I game is that I have on me. my phone. Dan, will you root for the virus with me? Sure. Yeah. Would you root for it really, though, if it delays getting the PlayStation 5 or Series X? I need to delay the funds. So, yeah. Like, I don't <laughs> oh, have the money uh, okay. yet, so that's fine. G- give you some extra time to build yeah, up give the, me. I hope the, the virus bank. gives me a whole other year of delay. Oh. Whoa. <laughs> All Too right. You're, you're wishing some ill fate on people right now. Moving on to our next story in the list. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's going to happen, so... <laughs> <laughs> this, one, this one comes to us from IGN. Uh, Grand Theft Auto 4 returning to Steam, but without multiplayer. It is returning not quite in one piece. After being delisted on Steam, Grand Theft Auto 4 will return to Valve's platform as GTA 4 Complete Edition. However, despite the name, this version is missing something. The game's multiplayer mode. From March 19th, Grand Theft Auto 4 Complete Edition will be added to Steam and any other digital distribution platform where GTA 4 is sold. This version will replace Grand Theft Auto 4 and Grand Theft Auto episodes from Liberty City, effectively combining them into a single package. 
Existing owners will have their version replaced with this one, which means those who only own GTA 4 will actually be upgraded to the complete edition. Uh, let's Why would you see. want GTA 4 multiplayer? I don't know how many people are actually still playing it. I know there's still a lot of that. people who mod GTA 4 multiplayer. Okay, mod. Okay. Yeah. It uh, looks like the GTA Five is better in every way. It is, and some of the mods that you actually see out of GTA Five are, I'd say, pretty cool. But it's a lot of it's still copy paste from what people have done in four to, to five anyway. Somebody modded something from Red Dead Online's uh, the coffee theme from the coffee. Yeah, mod, coffee yeah. Uh, <laughs> Take Two is so pissed about that. <laughs> Do they really? Yeah, because yeah, it, it violates the end user agreement. Yeah. Well, I think any modding in general is going to violate the EULA anyway. But I just. I didn't know that it just happened, though. I yeah. know that, I mean, mods have been known for a while, but I didn't know that was... Yeah, like like five or six days ago or something yeah. is when it hit the news. Hmm. Yeah, I, I forgot to put anything on there, but yeah, it's okay. funny. I'm going to have to go it's back to look at that one. Yeah. So the article further goes on to say, this change is a, is a result of Microsoft dropping support for games for Windows Live, which was integrated into the PC version of GTA 4. The lack of support has forced Rockstar to make some adjustments to the game, which unfortunately has meant the removal of multiplayer and leaderboards. And my guess is that probably the games for Windows Live side probably had some sort of anti-cheat and anti-hacking technology behind it. And because we're now past games for Windows and moving on to the next phase of things for Microsoft with Xbox integration into the PC world, it's it's not a surprise. But I guess that's a shame for whoever does play GTA 4 multiplayer still. You know, that if they do play it on PC, I mean, does GTA 4 was an Xbox 360 game. Yeah, I, I PS3 feel game. Both those guys. Yeah, <laughs> all two people. <laughs> Just GTA 5 is now an Xbox Game Pass. Go so, go sign up for Game Pass. Go get on GTA 5. Just move over there. Everything's fine. It's much better. I don't know why you would want. You know, those two guys have, like, this huge rivalry going on, like, Just well, you may have 500 wins against me, but I'm catching up with 497. <laughs> I don't even know them, but I don't like them. <laughs> talk about like talk about them like they're real people. They are real people. <laughs> are you telling me there aren't people doing that? Maybe there are. Maybe there aren't. <laughs> are you one of them? Are you one of the two? <laughs> Dude, he's no. breaking news. Out of he's he's defensive. Kyle's yeah, been like, out of here. <laughs> you're Kyle is one of them. <laughs> GTA Four purist. Yeah. Yeah. That and Half Life. <laughs> Whoa. You watch yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to the next story here. This one comes to us from Engadget. Hasbro is relaunching classic Tiger Electronics gaming handhelds. Uh, Hasbro released four LCD games this year, or this fall, excuse me Little the Mermaid, Sonic the Hedgehog 3, Transformers Generation 2, and X Men Project X. Company says that the games are inspired by their original counterparts, so there may be some changes to their design and functionality. No shit. Well, I would hope fucking so. <laughs> a rechargeable is not a rechargeable battery isn't one of them though. Each will still need two double A's to run, and they are not included with the games. Yep, that sounds very nineties of them. I think it's kind of cool. Very, very nostalgic. I didn't know Hasbro owned I just didn't even... um, Tiger Electronics, though. I didn't either. I know Tiger hasn't been around for a long time, but I didn't know they own the rights to it. Yeah, I, I didn't either. It's kind either. of a bummer, man. I don't want to steal batteries again. <laughs> Fuck, it's been a long time since I had to steal batteries. I don't want to steal batteries. Sherm, will you buy me a lifetime supply? Or is it probably the 
There's they're probably double A, right? I would assume double. Yeah, yeah. it, you, it says right here two double A's to run. Okay, you buy me a lifetime supply of. Honestly, I think for the way these games run, if I buy you a four pack of double A batteries, you'll probably be okay for a, a long while. I mean, I these know. do not use that much electricity to do what they're doing. I had I one of if these. If they're being updated, they might. They might be amazing. <laughs> Sure. Okay. Maybe they will, but I don't fucking know. They got good backlighting and everything. <laughs> Are they just going to be like the old ones? As, as far as I know, like old. I mean the picture. The picture that they have here in the article looks like it might be one of the original ones. I don't. I mean, what do you know. expect? An OLED screen on this like yeah. fifteen dollar OLED, OLED runs Android ten. Has Wi-Fi connectivity to it so you can do multiplayer battles and these things against other people. No, you're not going to get any of that shit. It's just to feed on the nostalgia of everybody else. That's okay, it. yes. I don't expect it to be like completely modernized, but okay, it also, technology has gotten so much better than what they fucking gave me. <laughs> if it got back so then, much like, $15 better. $15 can go a long fucking way. But that's the thing is that's why they that's why they turned the dial back. It's like, we're not going to make this futuristic enough with a rechargeable battery. We're still going to fuck you like we did in the 90s and make you go buy AA batteries. I hope they do like... Do they have like, uh, like a list of ones they're gonna do? All they said were the four here. God, that's the ones they're, they're gonna do, or the ones they did. So far, it says four this fall: Little Mermaid, Sonic the Hedgehog three, Transformers Generation two, and X Men Project X. Oh, I that's thought you it. said those were the ones they made. Okay. Those are the four that they're gonna be releasing this fall. They had a huge catalog of those back when we were kids. Well, Little Mermaid's because the new one's coming out. Oh yeah, huh? Yeah. That makes sense. But these are all literal, just redone versions of the classic ones. Yeah. Like, actually, I'm curious now here. Like, how big is that catalog? Because I know there it's were. huge. There had to have been. I want, like, Jean Claude Van Damme ones. Like, give me Time Cop. Did Time Cop? I don't know, but that's what I want. That would be amazing. Give me Time Cop on Tiger. What a cool sentence. Let's see. Complete. What are you looking at? I'm looking to see how many of these, like, handhelds that they actually had going back to. I'm trying to think of the ones I had. I had basketball. And literally, it was just four white guys standing on the outside of the <laughs> three-point line, and he would pass it to List those three guys, and they would throw it at the basket. Maybe you make it, maybe not. Oh, my then God. Then the black guys would take it the other way. Jesus Christ, you guys. This list is fucking long. I, I, there, there's no, like, just number that says they made X amount of these games here. It's just a list. I mean, okay, start counting. I'll read the next one. One, two, go fuck yourself. <laughs> You're a rude person. No, I'm just an honest person. Uh, but they've got such a big catalog to go off of. But some of them look this. like you've got your you got a mix of your license and a mix of your generic stuff too. So you've got like generic things like bowling. You've got uh, poker games on there. But then you've got oh, your. Oh, I license, did have so. bowling and poker. Mm-hmm. Oh, those were bad. I shouldn't really need to say it, but the only one I had was they were the Power so bad, Rangers they one. Were good. Well, poker was okay, but bowling's a really bad one. <laughs> yeah, the only one I had as a kid was the Power Rangers one. Shocking. So, yeah, I know, right? Go <laughs> fucking figure. Which turtles were in it? <laughs> I'm moving on. <sighs> Spoiler alert. All right. So those are coming out. Next story here comes to us from The Verge. 11 things we learned about Animal Crossing New Horizons from their... It's like you just said Animal Crossing. Crossing. <laughs> That's what I thought, too. Animal Crossing. <laughs> I need you to go with if that I, one again. <laughs> It's like the rated R port hub <laughs> version of Animal Crossing. You said 11. Animal Crossing. Like, I yeah, heard I, it. I must have. I apologize to our audience. What's of on your four. mind? <laughs> Read again. 
<laughs> 11 things we learned about Animal Crossing New Horizons from today's Nintendo Direct. I kind of wish the rest of that title would have worked better with anal instead. <laughs> that would have been better. Anal Horizons. Yeah, like, it's just, mm, kind of a bummer. Anal, anal Crossing New Horizons. Ugh, I don't know, I'm good. I wish right. the title would have worked better. Like, All right, so... Uh, like new anal crossing. So Nintendo wide. had their uh, had an Animal Crossing specific Nintendo Direct widespread joy. Uh, what was this Thursday morning? And that Nintendo Direct was about 25, 30 minutes long, and they actually broke down everything that they hadn't been talking about in Animal Crossing itself. So. Let's just kind of go through the list here. Uh, the island is fairly empty in the beginning. Yes, that is the case. So you were actually given an option of, I think they were showing four different islands that you could pick from at the start, and they're all laid out differently. I don't know if it's the same layout for every person that gets on a New Horizons. I don't imagine it will be. Yeah, I would assume it's some it sort of Minecraft was. seating type thing yeah. where it does auto-generate the elevations, the tree layouts, and so on. Um but yeah, with those islands, and then they will also add on a couple other um, residents to those islands too, just NPCs on those themselves. Ah, are there indigenous? Uh, no, they're islands? they're. What this is is that Tom Nook, the uh, proprietor of everything in Animal Crossing, is selling you. That sounds a, like a white guy. Is that a white guy? He's he a is, raccoon. Yeah, he's a raccoon. He's a raccoon. Yes. Yeah. Yes. He is selling you a travel package to get away to your own deserted island to be able to set up and, you know, kind of live out your live out your days on this what seems oh, to be a permanent right. vacation. Okay. Yeah. Right. So that's the whole point of it is that you're you're going along and traveling to these to this island, you're setting up your own area, you're doing all the things that you would in an Animal Crossing game, you visit other islands, your friends come and visit you and so on. Anyway, so yeah, so you will have um uh, fairly empty islands that actually you can start out with. You'll pick one, start working from there, and you can go visit the others later on. Did you actually watch the direct? I trailers? did. I spent. I watched the entire thing, oh, yeah. start to finish. I had that thing queued up like a half hour before it started. Damn. It was a good Nintendo direct. I actually enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I was expecting a talking head though, someone from Nintendo actually talking. But no, it was just it was Tom Nook and then some lady doing the voiceover of everything. Which sounded like a proper like travel video, like back right. in the '90s when you'd be sent a, a video cassette for like your your Caribbean cruise. Mm. That it's, that was that type of voiceover. Uh, you'll have a smartphone full of apps, so uh, your main menu is controlled oh, through a smartphone, also known as a Nook phone. Uh, the phone is full of apps, of course, and has stuff like the in-game map, allows you to communicate with your friends that are also playing the game too, uh, communicate with NPCs that you've made friends with. Uh, I believe it also has, I don't think it has anything like mini game related in it though, necessarily. Uh, but it has some other travel stuff in there too. And then further customization, especially as you build out your area. Uh, there's a new progression system. Let's see the nook. Let's see. I just started trying to figure out part of the article here just to go through. Uh, the nook miles app is essentially a collection of quests. What you, when you do things like catch a certain number of fish or collect a specific amount of twigs, you earn miles that go towards paying off your travel package. So of course, in normal animal crossing fashion, you are indebted to Tom nook and you owe him money. And it does get better as it like, it got better as the Nintendo direct went on because then you'll end up owing him even more money. But this is a new form of money that you owe him is fucking travel miles. Uh, so that's one of the currencies in there. Uh, familiar characters are back. So Isabel's in the game. 
the adorable Shih Tzu has become a mascot for the series, and she'll be a part of New Horizons when players eventually unlock the resident services office. But that's way farther along in the game. I think that's as you upgrade your house and you complete or you're doing the different quests and, and side things, it'll end up opening itself up. Uh, there are different multiplayer options. So when it comes to online play, you'll be able to visit friends and have them visit your island. A new party play feature lets up to four players visit the same space online, but there are some restrictions. You will need an island code to visit other players, and to prevent griefing, axes and shovels are banned so you can't chop down every single tree on someone else's island. Uh, voice and text chat require a separate app. You have to still use that Nintendo Switch Online app on your phone, which in this day and age, I think Nintendo needs to get their shit together and put something on the Switch. Uh, the app actually lets you scan QR codes, though, too, to import pattern designs from past Animal Crossing games. So if you played... What was it? New Leaf and that interior decorator Animal Crossing's game for the 3DS. You can actually, if you create different patterns for like shirts or flags or anything, you can scan the QR code for it and import it into Animal Crossing's New Horizons. So that's okay. Uh, no cloud saves either. Uh, yeah, so they haven't said why. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe they'll introduce something later on as they try to figure out how to do that. They've always had problems with online stuff anyways. So that's not a shock either. And then, of course, in the same vein as Minecraft, you can shape the island itself. Finally. Yes. So you'll actually be able to build out the island. You want to completely level it? You can do that. You want to add in new walking paths? You can do that too. You want to build out a waterfall like they showed in the Nintendo Direct where it wasn't there before. And now, sure enough, you got a source of water there to make things look pretty. You can do that too. It doesn't look like there was actually any cost to do that though that said like you have to spend x amount of bells or x amount of miles to build out these areas but as you go along you get that ability to customize what the island looks like uh there will be connections to uh the animal crossings pocket camp game there are plenty of updates that are going to be coming out too. free updates they actually showed off a lot of things that are going to be in the game initially when it comes out and then everything else that's coming after especially the ability to upgrade from a tent as your main home to an actual house but then that leads back into your standard animal crossing affair where you will owe tom nook ninety-eight thousand bells that was actually my biggest concern and i'm glad that they finally announced it because <clears throat> when i saw the you know the past year of stuff from it they didn't you only saw that tent and i was like the housing is like one of the key aspects of this game but when they showed it off i was like okay i'm not got to worry about that. this anymore yeah, yeah you, know? you got those reservations but Nintendo tends to do that. They tend to kind of keep things closer to the chest when it comes to that. So uh, let's see. And then the, uh, the interesting part, though, too, that they made a note of here is that there are ghosts. And even The Verge made um, bolded this part here. So during one sequence, Nintendo showed off how different your island can look at night. This included a glimpse at what looked to be a ghost called a wisp. But it was all or it was an all too brief encounter. So it looked like a boo. It looked like a boo with a more Animal Crossing style face to it. I don't know. It's You think Nintendo games kind of leak into each other in one form or another. So that was the Animal Crossing New Horizon Nintendo Direct. And if you have not gone on and watched it, you really should. There's a lot of information that I will be honest we did not get into with this. Uh, but it's I'm excited for it. I think March is going to be a really expensive month just on the game front. Because my wife shockingly told me, she's like, I want to play the new Animal Crossing. 
And so for the multiplayer side of things, I'm going to have to probably buy two copies and get the Nintendo Switch Online family service. And yeah. Well, you have to make sure it's two separate Switches too. Oh, yeah. And that's why I've got my Switch Lite and then we got the other Switch so she can just play and we can just do that. She just, it was out of nowhere. So that, on top of Doom Eternal coming out next month, you got Final Fantasy VII Remake, and oh my mm. god, this this year just so I've remake weep. is April now, though. Oh, is it? That's right. I'm, yeah, still my wallet just weeps this year. These next two months are gonna suck. <laughs> yes, that's very true. So that's it on the New Horizon side of things. Please go check out that video, though. That is a really cool um, Nintendo Direct. Moving on to our next story here. This one comes to us from Engadget. Bethesda leaves GeForce Now streaming service. Uh, Most Bethesda titles will no longer be part of NVIDIA's GeForce Now game streaming service. In in a post on the NVIDIA forum, a staff member has announced that the platform has already started removing Bethesda Softworks titles from its library. They include major titles like Skyrim, several Fallout installments, and The Elder Scrolls V. The only Bethesda game that is staying on in the service is Wolfenstein Youngblood. Uh, GeForce Now will drop the other (laughs) Wolfenstein installments as well. So... That's uh, the only one. I'm, I'm surprised one. they didn't want to keep Brink too. <laughs> they can have that one. So the only game they um, could keep. <laughs> as a part of this article, of course, I didn't include it as a separate article, but they already removed and lot or they lost access to Activision Blizzard's titles. Um, as Preston's dead man over down. <laughs> I think what I he just. Maybe because they realize how much of a crapshoot Youngblood is that they decide just to go ahead and keep it on there. Cause it's like, That's exactly sure. why they did it. That's why it's hilarious. I just, just they couldn't even keep Rage 2. But they got to have Youngblood on there. So Fuck Activision off. Blizzard games also came down too. So uh, I don't remember exactly the entire list of the Activision Blizzard titles that came down, except at least I know for a fact I think Overwatch was definitely one of them though. Uh, but... The reason why those ones came down was because when they transitioned from GeForce Now or GeForce Now from beta to actual public gold release, what ended up happening is that those titles were only under the contractual agreement for beta purposes only, and NVIDIA just assumed that those companies were going to be on board with them being part of the catalog. So shame on NVIDIA for doing that. Of course, because they want to, you know, protect their property, but uh, because or because these publishers want to protect their property and make as much money as they can off of it. Uh, now we just got to wait to see because that's not awesome. That's actually kind of unfortunate that you know, as as streaming services go, as people try to like build up, that two of the biggest publishers with this have decided, well, you guys fucked up. We're not going to let you have our catalog for right now until you give us more money or. Whatever it is going else going on behind the scenes, they'll be fine. They got young blood. Yeah, but anyway, so the GeForce Now side, though, if you're not aware, is the uh, is specific to streaming PC games on PCs that more likely than not cannot handle games of that magnitude. So if you want a high quality game to play, but your PC shit, it what are you will, saying about my PC? I know it's crap. <laughs> I don't really need to say much. I know it's crap. <laughs> But no way is yeah. my PC. If your PC is terrible, it's just like Stadia or Xbox uh, game streaming. It just does all of the rendering and actual uh, processing work on a server somewhere else. And then you just stream the content back to you. That's it. Dan, tell them how good my PC is. Calling your laptop a piece of shit might be doing a disservice to the piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> 
Is it time to pull like an old? I was feeling like you didn't to what I just because <laughs> that's exactly the opposite of what I just told you to do. <laughs> Let's just take it to the train tracks. Just put it on there and just you know see how well it flattens out. Like putting a penny on there. Well, it's good enough to make all your fucking videos on assholes. <laughs> <laughs> We're a collective here. Our videos. Yeah, oh, my videos. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so let's move on to the last story here. Uh, this one comes to us from IGN. Ninjas, it's just a game comment sparks heated debate. Of course, Ninja has to be in the news. Tyler Ninja Blevins, one of the most prominent Fortnite streamers and professional esports players, made comments on social media about the competitive nature of professional gaming. His opinions quickly sparked sparked heated debates across the internet on how seriously games should be taken. Ninja tweeted yesterday afternoon saying that having an it's-just-a-game mindset towards competitive gaming is weak and that players shouldn't settle for underperforming. So his uh, tweet went on to say, The phrase, it's just a game, is such a weak mindset. You are okay with what happened, losing imperfection of a craft. When you stop getting angry after losing, you've lost twice. There's There's always something to learn and always room for improvement. Never settle. So this uh, kind of pissed off a lot of people because the thought that if you're playing a game and you get angry at that game, that you shouldn't just consider it to be just that, just that it's a game and that you shouldn't be getting as worked up as you are. His argument is that you should always be pissed off, that the only way you're going to get better is to be pissed off. And there were some other comments that came up from him too, I guess, that he had talked about. Uh, like, what was it? If anyone uses the excuse, it's just a game, I'm going to lose my mind. Imagine telling LeBron James, Tom Brady, that when they're pissed off after losing a game, that it's just a game. Are you kidding me? You're so stupid. It's the competitive nature, bro. It's about respect, bro. It's about pride. It's so much bigger than a fucking video game. And anyone that ever uses the excuse, it's just a game, is a horrible human being and is lazy. You're a lazy human being. Uh, I don't know if that he was He lost any... the mass Singer. Was that just a game? <laughs> was he upset? Wasn't he the first one in that season? He was. To lose yeah, to lose that one. Yeah, he lost to like Drew Carey or something. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So the so the comments on this have been on both sides. Those for arguing that the, it's just a game thing is really key, and that even though you get yourself so ingrained to it that you shouldn't really be getting that angry over it. But then on the other side, there are people who are saying that he's exactly right that. If you are working to be a competitive player, that you are working to be the best at that, that being angry is necessary to be successful. And I, I don't know. I sit on the opposite side. I don't. Or maybe he's I don't slowly think. turning into a serial killer. <laughs> how, how to make a murderer. Yeah. The, the ninja story. Yeah. He's a fucking idiot. See, the thing is, though, is that if he murdered somebody, the reason he'd get caught is because he got stuck doing one of those dance emotes over the top of it. Right? <laughs> He's like, I couldn't get the walls up fast enough. <laughs> He's just, like, sitting there. You just see him, like, pulling a log across on the ground, <laughs> and he's trying to stack it up around and make a wall. That's what gets him arrested. Yeah. So what had happened? Did he, like, just lose? Uh, like, how did this come about? I don't know. Let's see. Uh Oh. Uh, so the, co- the the story actually does go into that. It says, These comments follow a notable outburst from Ninja towards his squad mates earlier this month after he fell victim to four stream snipers. Once he saw a comment suggesting he shouldn't get upset when it's just a game, Ninja had this to say, and that was that whole long LeBron James, Tom Brady comment. So the, one okay, person, but to him, one, it's just a game. I love how one person was able to trigger him like that, though. 
Like, yeah, well, like, so just part a, of it was pissed off is because he had people watching like, his stream, serious? able to get into his game, see where he was, and be able to take him down. That that was part of it. Which, but also that's going to happen when you have that much notoriety on oh, a streaming yeah, platform. Yeah. I feel so yeah. bad for him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Stream snipers. That's that's, that's part of the course for yeah. his job. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and with how what popular he is, I mean. I don't know exactly how the stream sniping things work. Like, I don't know if you can actually force yourself into one of their games because it's always so randomized anyway. But, you know, if it happens, it happens. So, you know, he's upset about it, but there's people on both sides of it. Um, Let's see. He has a new video series on YouTube that I saw. He was starting to play Dead by Daylight now. Oh, is he? And it's hilarious. I watched one of those videos, and I was like, okay, yeah, he's played this game for, like, 20 hours, you can tell, and he's getting so mad. <laughs> and he's like, oh, yeah. He's, like, throwing pallets down <laughs> willy-nilly, and it's, like, talking shit, but, like, he's getting smoked by oh, actual so, good killers. What I, appreciate, so off. what I appreciate about the IGN article is that they showed both sides of it. They showed the people who were against the comments he made, people who were siding with Ninja on that, but then they also have a joke section in here about people who were really making light of the situation, and I really like this one. I ran away from home once because my mom threw up my PlayStation after I launched my controller at my grandma and knocked her unconscious for three hours because I got world stared in a COD game. These people don't don't just understand us, Ninja. <laughs> and then this, this other one on here. Um, yeah. This other one on here is really good. When I'm told it's just spaghetti after losing them to the floor, I have to go punch another hole in my drywall. I can't lose my spaghetti and also my pride. The hole in the the wall will remind me there's always something to learn and always room for improvement. Never settle. It's such a childish thing. The phrase, it's just a game, is such a weak mindset. It's Animal Crossing. It's way more than a game. (laughs) Like, I just. I wouldn't even. Is he actually even considered a professional? I think so. I think he's he more actually? considered. He's he's won quite a few tournaments, and that's how he rose to prominence was just by always playing Fortnite and getting good at it. But I think it's become partially a cult of personality with right. him, and at the same time, it's that he's gotten too big of a head. I mean, he had to leave Twitch to be able to actually expand out to do what he wanted to do by going to Mixer. So that's why we see those shoe deals that we talked about like a couple oh months God. ago that we've got, you know, the Ninja Toys out there. We, he's got he's got some type of like, I think, movie or TV series or something coming out that's like he's not about what him. What the fuck? He's not a There's something with him else with him that's coming out. And then he was on like the cover of ESPN. Is it an episode of Dr. Phil? <laughs> I fucking hope. Cash me Sounds outside. Like How about that? <laughs> And how does that make you feel, Ninja? <laughs> when they stream snipe you. He's just, he's very influential. He's very influential, so his words are always going to be, um, you know, very, like, listened to, analyzed, and so on. However, it's, it is. It's a cult of personality. It's a very big head. It's a very big ego. And he's... I don't know. He's going to get knocked a peg here one of these days. I've been mad at a video game before. Like it, it happens. Everybody gets raged. Well, you've told me Dana told like tore apart a controller for what? Yeah, Dark like Souls? everybody gets mad at yeah. a controller yeah. or at, mad at a game, but to actually snap yeah. at people for them having the mentality of like whatever. I see it. Game. I can see it in competitive settings, but but he's like, not playing competitive. No, exactly. Competitive this is just, yeah, that's like, just standard play. Yeah, I can see it in competitive because there is something on the line. But if you're sitting back just playing a game, yeah, like it's whatever. whatever. Yeah, 
I guess more power to him for taking it so seriously. Yeah. Well, that's what his whole life is staked on now, so he's got to, but... Well, he has to. Yeah, it's like he, he, he said he's. It, yeah, if he, he could probably if stop. He, never, he could, he could again, stop right now and not he'd be fine to, for yeah. life. If his contract yeah. was set to expire with Microsoft and Mixer, that he could, yeah, he'd be fine. Yeah, but that was our last story here. Did you guys have anything else that we didn't have listed in the doc for this week? Nope. No, I don't think I, I can't think of anything. Okay, I'm not going to say it was necessarily a light week for news, but coronavirus was just all over the place in the news anyway, and this was the one article gaming wise. Anyway, thanks, everybody, for tuning in to our weekly news roundup for February 22nd. Check us out on Facebook and Twitter and YouTube at the NPCs podcast. Uh, You can also check us out on anchor.fm slash the-npcs-podcast. That's our homepage for this podcast itself. But it's also got links for Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. We've got a couple videos coming up. Our YouTube page is just starting to fill up like crazy. I think we're up to like maybe seven or eight videos now after having been on for only just a what feels like a couple weeks. So we're making progress there. So go check us out. Go subscribe. Thanks, everybody, for checking us out. We will catch you all in the next episode. Bye. Later.